Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to take a second to remind you that I have a quiz available for you to be able to determine what is holding you back from unlocking that true freedom that I talk about all the time. You know that I'm obsessed with helping female entrepreneurs be able to gain true time freedom in their businesses because really that's the success that we're looking for in entrepreneurship. And a lot of times we don't know where to start. One thing I know for sure is that it takes intention and purpose to be able to get there. So if you're spinning on the hamster wheel of work without a moment to breathe, this quiz could be your first step to reclaiming your time and your energy. Don't let your business own you. Click the link in the show notes to find out where you need to start. But I do think it's really important to talk about the importance of decision making and entrepreneurship because it's something that you're going to deal with on a regular basis and getting that practice in and getting better at that is going to help you identify who you are as an entrepreneur. It's going to sharpen your vision for your company and it's going to allow you to move forward quicker and more efficiently. And I think that we can all benefit from that. Welcome. I'm Asya Mahmood. I'm an entrepreneur, a children's book author, now a podcast host, a mother, wife, sister, daughter, friend, and boss. And I'm taking you behind the scenes of trying to have it all. Join me as we talk about business, motherhood, and all things life in between. This is the She Busy Podcast. Hello there. This is Asya. I was actually reflecting the other day. So I'm big on getting my nails done. It's something that I've loved for a long time, many, many years. I love having my nails done. I just love how it makes me feel. I love looking down and seeing them done. And I like to experiment with different colors, but I'm pretty particular about the kind of colors that I get or the kind of designs that I get. And so I had gone in about probably less than two weeks ago and I got my nails done. And I had an idea, as I usually do when I go to the nail salon, as to what kind of range of colors I'm looking to do based on whether I have something coming up or if it's a certain time of year. So I was looking at colors and they ended up not having the one that I wanted. Now, (laughs) if you ask my husband, you know that sometimes if things aren't going my way, I can panic a little. So this is not something to panic about, of course, but I was kind of like, "Uh oh, now what? So I started looking at other colors and they have thousands of options and I picked one out haphazardly. So I decided it, we got my, I got my nails done and went home and over the course of the week, I kept looking at my nails and while the color was a nice one, it was a nice fall color. I just didn't like the way that it looked on my hands and I just wasn't feeling how it made me feel. I told you I get my nails done because I like how it makes me feel about myself and I wasn't really feeling it. So I kept going, you know, every day I would look down at my nails and it just didn't give me that happy, fuzzy feeling that I get when I look down at my nails because I usually always have them done. So throughout the week, just thinking about, do I want to keep this color? Do I not want to keep this color? I thought, you know what, I'm going to go get them done again in a few weeks. Usually my nails last anywhere between four to six weeks. And so I thought I'll get them done in about a month. It'll be fine. I'll just move on to a color I like better and I'll just keep these for a little bit. And 
I realized that I don't want to do that. So <laughs> about a week after getting them done or less than a week after getting them done, I realized that, you know what, I'm just going to make the decision, pull the trigger and go get them redone so that I feel better about myself. And I did and I love them. So I say all of that because I feel like years ago, if I had gotten the wrong color or if something had turned out the wrong way, I would have just dealt with it thinking that, okay, well, it's just a few weeks. I'll deal with it for a few weeks and then move on. Or I would go back and forth for weeks at a time and think, oh, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I? And in this case, I waited about five or six days and I decided that I was going to do it. And I made a quick decision. And that made me think about how my journey with entrepreneurship has actually made me a much better decision maker. Because one of the things that is so important in entrepreneurship is being able to make decisions regularly, swiftly, a lot, often. And and I feel like if you are a poor decision maker or if you do struggle with making decisions as I did, it can be tough. There's a lot of decision fatigue that comes with it. When I first started with my business, I would get home and my husband would be like, what are we eating for dinner? And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) I've made so many decisions today. It's too hard to make another one. And it's, it's a natural thing to happen, especially if you're not used to it. So while I was getting myself used to making decisions on a regular basis and realizing that usually with entrepreneurship, generally it's you. It stops at you. You have to be the one to make the decisions that are going to lead your business forward or possibly hinder it. Whatever decision you make ultimately affects your business. And that's that's a big weight to wear on your shoulders on a regular basis that every decision that you make, it could be from big to small, like what cleaners do we hire? What kind of products do we use? Who do we bring into the building? What kind of families do we bring on board? How do we train the staff? What do we offer as far as topics for training? I mean, there's so many different decisions that you have to make, especially if you're building a new business. It's constant. You're constantly making decisions. And I feel like just the act of making decisions over and over again has made me so much better at making decisions quickly, efficiently, trusting my gut And finalizing a decision and going forward, not just going back and forth and back and forth in my head and committing to it. So I started thinking about that while I was obviously in this dance that I was in in my personal life with getting my nails done. I thought I would hop on and just talk about my whole process with decision making because over the years, it's been something that I think about often about how I need to make decisions, how much better I've gotten at making decisions and how to keep that momentum throughout in order to be able to continue moving forward. I have my business. I've written a children's book. I have this podcast now. I'm a mom of two. I'm a wife. I have a lot going on throughout my day. And compared to when I was younger and just didn't have as many responsibilities or as much going on, I could dilly dally a lot more back then. And now I have to be swift. I have to be confident and I have to move forward. And especially in the case of my business, people are relying on me. The service is relying on me. My business is relying on me. And I have to be good at what I do and be good at making decisions. That's what it takes to be able to do that. And you may not even realize what you're doing is making a decision, but essentially that's what you're doing all day long. So I want to talk about a couple things that I like to do when making decisions for my business or a couple things that I like to think through or that have made me better at this process. So one of the big things that I 
would say is important with decision making is knowing your core values, whether that's the core values of your business or your even your personal core values. I feel like you should have core values of what you align with and what you don't align with. And knowing those is important. Know what's important to you, what's important to your business. And then when you're faced with a decision, make sure you align those choices with those values so that you are always following what is important to you. And then consider the long-term impact. So instead of just thinking about the immediate results, always consider the long-term consequences of your decision. Sometimes we want to make a decision just quickly to get it out of the way. But before making a decision, just take a moment to visualize the possible outcomes. It'll help you clarify which choices best align with the goals or your core values, like I just said. So you want to think through, hey, what are the long-term impacts of this? And how will this affect me in the short term and in the future? And don't spend too much time on it, but just make sure to hit those in your brain before making too quick of a decision. And then while you're doing all that, while you're deciding what you need to do, make sure you avoid that analysis paralysis that people talk about. Because essentially while you're thinking about the long-term impact and the short-term impact, a lot of things can come up. But try to consider the main big points of what you're looking at in the future and in the short term. And don't try to get too involved in gathering the information that you overanalyze to the point where it prevents you taking action. Sometimes it's better to make a decision and then just adjust as you go, especially if there's so much information that you need to gather in order for you to make the decision, because sometimes that can hold you back because no decision is essentially paralyzing you from being able to move forward. And then limit your choices. Sometimes having too many options can be overwhelming. If you have multiple choices on what you can make. Sometimes a decision is just one choice or the other, but some sometimes it's many. For example, if you are trying to hire a new cleaning company for your business, you want to narrow down the choices and that can help you manage the number, help with the decision fatigue, or it can help with getting to a decision faster because there's a lot of choices in this world. So I now have a process where if I need to bring in a new vendor or bring in something new into the business, I usually try to get three quotes. I like to get three quotes from people and from three different companies or whatever it may be, and then analyze those and move from there. I don't like to do more than three. It's too many. I don't like to do fewer than three because it's just not enough information for me. So I like to always say three choices. And then say I'm working with a company that is niche down, like a software that I'm trying to use for my marketing purposes that is pretty niche down and is particular to what they do. So there aren't many options. In those situations, I like to ask the company to give me three options. So when there's three options for plans or things that they offer, I like to say, give me the good, better, best. And that way I can make that decision I like the number three, you choose what works for you, but I really like having the number three. And then establish a decision-making framework. You know, create like a consistent process or a set of criteria that you use for making the decisions. This helps you streamline the decision-making process and move forward quicker. Three of the main things that I like to look for when making a decision for my business are cost, quality, and efficiency. Is this cost efficient? What is the cost that I'm dealing with here? Is this going to improve the quality of the service that I provide or keep it the same? Or is it going to decrease the quality of the service that I provide? Because sometimes when you look at cost first, you're looking at decreasing costs, for example. Sometimes that can hit your quality. And I want to make sure that I'm not sacrificing my quality of service 
in order to save on cost. So those are two that I look for hand in hand. And then efficiency. I like to make sure that the business is running efficiently because overall, if you're choosing something that isn't efficient, then cost and quality are going to suffer eventually, even if not in the beginning. But sometimes if you add too many steps or make it an inefficient process, then other parts of the business do suffer. So I try to make sure that I'm looking at those three things. So cost, quality, and efficiency. And then the next thing is I trust my intuition. Sometimes your gut feeling can guide you. And while it's important to be analytical, you don't want to ignore your instincts. You are the one that is at the forefront of this business. You know your business the best. And you are the one that has the vision for moving it forward. So I always try to look at my gut and and that comes back to the core values as well as just trusting where I am. What am I feeling in this moment about the decision that I'm making? And trust that. Oprah actually once said that every right decision I've made has come from my gut and every wrong decision I've made was the result of me not listening to the greater voice of myself. Now, I'm not quite as successful as Oprah, so I don't have the perfect track record that she has as to following her gut. But generally, when I tend to follow my gut, after looking at all of the analytical parts of it, like I mentioned, it does work out well for me because you want to look inside yourself, focus on what you're feeling in the moment, what you're feeling for that decision, and all the other steps that I mentioned above, and then follow your gut. And hopefully eventually we can get a track record like Oprah. But so far, it has done me well to be able to trust my gut. And then be decisive. Once you've made a decision, commit to it. And while it's essential to be flexible and be able to pivot when it's necessary, constantly second guessing your decision can hinder your progress. So once you've made the decision, stand by it, commit to it move it along, put it in the done pile and keep going. Because if you make a decision, but you're still thinking about, oh, did I make the right decision? Was it the right thing to do? If it's constantly on your mind after that, then you're not doing yourself any favors and you're not doing your business or your service any favors because it's still blocking you from moving forward. So commit to it and be decisive. And that also leads to learn from your mistakes. Not every decision is going to be the right one, and that's okay. But what's crucial is you learn from your mistakes and you adjust your approach in the future because being decisive is important so you can move on, but you might have to take a look back sometimes and say, hey, well, maybe that wasn't the right decision and be ready to pivot. But just don't let it linger in your brain all the time until it has come to play out in a way that you can look at it and determine whether it was or it wasn't the right decision. You have to be decisive in order to move forward, but accept that there will be a level of uncertainty, but you just have to Put it aside and move on because it's impossible to predict the future with 100% accuracy. And you have to accept that there's always going to be a degree of uncertainty and be prepared to adapt to that. And then reflect, set some time aside, reflect on your past decisions, analyze what went wrong, what went right, what could you improve and move forward. That's extremely important because it's an ongoing process. Nothing is just set in stone and you want to make sure that you are constantly learning and constantly staying updated. That's one other part of it is that you want to stay updated because your world is always evolving. The entrepreneurial world is always evolving. Your industry is always evolving. You want to keep yourself regularly updated on the industry trends, any emerging technologies, what the market dynamics are, what's going on in your industry and out in the world so that it can help 
inform you to make the better decisions because staying updated regularly helps you to be able to make that decision when the time comes. You don't want to have to do all that research when you have to make a decision because that'll hinder your progress. And then prioritize. You want to recognize that not all decisions are of equal importance. You want to prioritize them based on their impact on your business. And sometimes getting into practice with making lots of small decisions regularly can actually help you build your skills in making big decisions more easily and effectively. So keep yourself in practice of making those decisions, but understand what is the priority at that time. Because if you're hit with 50 different decisions in an hour, which might happen sometimes, you want to be able to prioritize, okay, well, this is the decision I need to focus on and these little ones can wait. But sometimes you can prioritize in a way where, okay, if the big one can wait just a little bit, maybe you just practice getting some of those little ones done regularly and efficiently so that you can actually move forward more confidently with the way that you make the big decision. And then just remember, nobody's perfect and even the most successful entrepreneurs in the world have made mistakes, the key is that you view each decision, whether it's good or bad, as a learning opportunity, and that you're constantly seeking ways to improve, whether that's in your personal life, like I have done with being able to go back and say, you know what, this is not how I want to represent myself, if you think about core values, Uh, this nail color is not how I want to represent myself, And I'm making the final decision to go ahead and pivot. I made the wrong decision last time. I made it quickly. And now I'm pivoting to move forward and represent myself the right way. And I know that's kind of reaching with the example that I gave at the beginning. But I do think it's really important to talk about the importance of decision making and entrepreneurship because it's something that you're going to deal with on a regular basis and getting that practice in and getting better at that is going to help you identify who you are as an entrepreneur. It's going to sharpen your vision for your company, and it's going to allow you to move forward quicker and more efficiently. And I think that we can all benefit from that. So I hope that was helpful. And if you have any comments or if you have any feedback or if you have your own decision-making process that you use that I could learn from, please feel free to reach out and share. Thank you so much. And until next time. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I'm so grateful to you for following me on my journey. As always, if you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit that follow button and don't forget to follow me on Instagram at at asya.mahmood and visit my website at asyamahmood.com. Links are in the show notes. Until next time.